0: Hello and welcome to a 12-26-2023 edition of the Sports Ethos NBA Today DFS podcast. I'm your host today, Kenny Taylor. Doing it solo on a Christmas night. But hopefully, even though I'm solo tonight and don't have my friend from Toronto with me, um, I might be able to help you uh win some of this money. Um since tonight I, I was able to convert fifteen into a thousand thanks to DraftKings. So hopefully my insight gonna carry over on to tomorrow. Nine game slate, and I can help you win some money. Starting off, we're gonna be looking at the point guard position. For my spend up I had a few options, but I talked myself into De'Aaron Fox against the matchup in Portland for a 9-5. I wanted somebody consistent in this price range. I wasn't looking for too much upside, um, since your upside could be figured out in a couple of other games on this slate. So when it comes to the Aaron Fox, especially in this matchup, I do feel like this is going to be a potential two, maybe three stocks for him. If he can find his three-point shot against Portland, should get you at your four three-pointers? Then if he could get to the line, should get you about eight, nine free throw attempts in this game? So you're looking at about a 30-plus point night, potentially – Eight, eight assists might get you a couple of rebounds. Then two steals might give you a turnover or two. Feel like that's going to be a efficient night, especially at the nine five price range, where a couple of the other spins up are in the ten k range that a lot of people will be going to on this slate. Going mid tier, I'm strictly just attached a up here. Um, I've been doing it. Doing pretty well um, using point guards against Detroit while they're on this um, 82-game losing streak. Well, I think it's only 25, 26 at this point. But, hey, streak is going to go well into next year. So I'm actually going to spend 6-9 on Spencer Dinwiddie to get them in a potential double-double spot on a 90-game slate. I know they just um, played maybe a day or two ago against Detroit. And I think he kind of, I think he only gave you like about 25, 28 minutes. But in that time on the floor, he was able to get you about 15 points, um, seven assists, couple stocks. So running him back for six, nine on a slate where I feel like his ownership will be a little bit on the lower end. I feel like that would be a nice possibility to get an upside of a 40 point DraftKings night. And if this game somehow stays competitive, you're looking at a potential 40 minute spot for Spencer Dinwiddie against the Detroit Pistons. Um, definitely going to have some interest in that going a little bit. um, I guess you could say this, that GPP play I'll always be having in mind, going to have a shot or one, a shot or two in, Um this one, I'm I mean, that's quite short. Um, I'm looking at Nick Smith Jr. at his 4-3 price tag, and his minutes been anywhere from almost 30 to only 5. But while he was on the floor, his three-point shot was pretty prevalent in a few of these games. Um, I think the last game I watched was um, Denver, when Charlie played Denver. I want to say he Connecting on about um four or five three-pointers. Then it gets you too many rebounds. Don't really play make Get others involved. Um, More of a look-for-his-own-shot type of player at the moment. But at 4-3, nine-game slate going up against my Clippers, I, I, I'll, I'll take a fly on him. I'll take a fly on him. Um, uh, could see a potential 15-point spot out of him. Uh, To see him getting three or four three-pointers on my Clippers. So my cheapy play, I will go that route. For my spend-up at uh, the two-guard position, I'm going to run it back in my Spencer Dinwiddie builds that I'm running. I'm going to have Cade Cunningham in there at 8-3. Again, they played recently. Cade did not have one of his greatest games. But um, a week before, want to say it was the Atlanta game. Cade looked like a number one pick. Um, almost put up a 40-point double-double. Got you a couple rebounds, a couple stocks in there as well. I know that Brooklyn is not Atlanta, so I know points don't come that easily. But... I do feel like he should do better than the 22 and six line. He put up um, a couple days ago against them. And I'm looking at more of an upside of 45, 50 draft Kings points. If you think this game will stay in the 6.5 um, spread that they have in this game right now, going a little bit cheaper at the two guard position. Um, going back to this Charlotte Los Angeles game and going to go with one of my Clippers who didn't really perform too well in this Boston matchup a couple days ago. Well, hardly no Clipper did, but Norman Powell at five sets. I really do feel like this is a great spot for him. Um, Should get you about 30 minutes. Should give you anywhere from 12 to 15 shot attempts. What about five of those shot attempts being three pointers? Um, Like always, you don't really get any other stats outside of actual points with Norman Powell, so I typically will only play him if I feel like he's in a situation where he could generate close to 20 actual points, and playing against Charlotte with an array of players being in and out the lineup, I really do feel like this is a solid spot to chalk him in for 20 points, and if you see any props um for him, typically his points are gonna be around the sixteen point five or up range, maybe a little bit higher if Kwai is not playing. Feel like he should be playing. Um, I will definitely put the over on him up to eighteen point five. Um outside of that, it was really hard for me to find a real GPP play. But at three five, um This player recently returned, and I'm sorry I'm going back to this Charlotte Clippers game, but i am got to say Cody Martin. Um, First game back against Denver, he almost had a 20-minute spot. I know he didn't do much while he was on the floor, but I feel like, hey, if you know he's got 20 minutes in his first game, he should have a solid role in this rotation. Coach really went to play him a little bit, and he's healthy again. So if you want a flyer for 3-5, he could get you a little um, AO to Sumu night and only give you zero fantasy points, zero stats in a 30-minute spot. But I do feel like at 3-5, you can't really hurt yourself with a potential upside of 20-25 points on a low-owned Cody Martin in this um, shooting guard position. Going to the small forwards, I wanted to spend up on this position, but I just couldn't really get there in any of my lineups. And the highest spend up I got was actually Brandon Ingram at AK against Memphis. I know the talk of of the game last time where um, New Orleans played Memphis was a return of Ja. But in all honesty, even though they didn't get the win, Brandon Ingram had one of his best performances of the season. Um, I do feel like a lot of players will try to run run it back, see if they can uh, abstract Lightning twice in this position, and his ownership should be a little bit high. So I would only use him more of a cash game play. Typically, I don't really like doing cash games in – um dk but in this scenario i feel like this is your solid lock in cash for the small forward position going for my mid tier pick um i'm going to go in the upper range of the mid tier um only going about 900 less than my spend up and that's um jabari smith junior against indiana i really love this matchup that he's going to have and I do feel like this is a potential double double spot for him. I don't think he's gonna replicate what he did against Atlanta and have what was it thirty thirty six and sixteen night. It was a ridiculous stat line he put up against Atlanta. Um, got close to sixty fantasy points. I don't think this is gonna happen at this seven one spot, but I do feel like this is a safe double double. Should get you about sixteen to ten. And he always have a chance to give you some stocks as well. Only problem that you might face is his shot may not fall. If I remember correctly, in the Atlanta game, he hit five of six three-pointers. I really don't see that happening against Indiana. Despite the points they give up, they do actually defend the three-ball pretty well. Well, or team just choosing that three-ball on them. But... He should be able to get a couple looks inside, a couple offensive rebounds, and that should put him in a nice little 35-45 DraftKings point snipe at 7-1. Going cheap, I'm... Yeah, I guess i will go there. Go- going cheap, I'm going to go back to this Memphis-New Orleans game, and I'm going to go with a little... Four thousand price tag. Go on the opposite side. I know my spend up with Brandon Ingram, but my GPP play is Zaire Williams. He's been somebody who's been getting consistent minutes, um, throughout throughout December, really, um, in Miffitt's lineup. And even though he didn't have a great game against New Orleans, I want to say he basically did nothing in twenty minutes. Um, the game before the game after um, when they played Indiana he actually had a nice little stat line and then um, the next game they played with Ja against Atlanta he was actually on the floor a whole lot more than usual so I feel like Ja likes playing with him and he fits playing well um, as the extra player inside that little uh, Bismack, Jackson, Bane, Morant lineup Um, I feel like he's going to be the Little fifth piece in that lineup, so you should get good minutes in a pretty competitive matchup. And if he can hit a couple of his three pointers, he should be able to get you a couple stocks out of a blocker or still. You should be able to get twenty DK points out of him on a nine game slate. Going to the power forward position, um, actually, um. I'm gonna go with somebody I I don't really like running with since I I really don't know if they're just trying to trade this dude if they're trying to save like I don't know what they're doing with this dude you never know what you get out of him but they're playing against San Antonio so I'm like hey if there's any spot he could get you a upside game of sixty points this is it so for eight sits I'm gonna run with Laurie Markkinen against the San Antonio Spurs. Again, I really don't know what they're doing with this team, what direction they're going in, but um, not the last game we played. Last game, they actually gave him like a 40-minute spot, but when they played Sacramento, uh, I want to say it was maybe two weeks ago, they, they only ran Marketed at about 25 minutes. Then the Nets game, they're like, okay, we're wrapping up to 29 minutes. Um, I know he was coming back from injury, but it, it just kind of, odd how they running him and what they're trying to do with him but if you feel like he's gonna get a 40 minute spot here i would definitely lock him in um gpp or cash um going a little bit cheaper um going a little bit cheaper i'm gonna go 5-7 with patrick williams um playing against Atlanta, his role and usage have been increasing ever since Levine been injured. I feel like maybe this is saying something to the Chicago management right there. Hey, maybe we should get rid of this Levine guy, right? Uh, but in all seriousness, uh Williams has been improving um in the month of December, and he actually been looking to score. A little bit more than usual as well i I used to always love running his under on points when it came to props, but uh, I've been staying away from that lately been staying away from his under points um surprisingly, his three pointer for the month of December was his shooting at close to um forty percent in the month of December for a three um might actually be a little bit higher than forty percent still don't really get to the line, still don't really get you a consistent amount of um, rebounds and assists, but he's looking to score. He plays defense. He's gives you a couple stocks. So for five, seven, you can't really go too much better on this um, mid tier route at the small forward, power forward position outside of Patrick Williams. So if you're okay with a 30 point, 30 fantasy points, 35 fantasy point night out of him on a nine game slate for five, seven, I would run with them. Um, again, this is cash or GPP. Then um going strictly to my GPP play. <laughs> um, this is somebody whose minutes been anywhere from one minute to 30 minutes in the month of December. Um, this is more so due to this team don't have no idea what direction they're trying to go to but it's actually Kevin Knox for 3-9 against the Brooklyn. The last time they played, they, they gave him close to 30 minutes. Um, He didn't have the highest usage in that 30 minutes, but he he's been showing he's an improved three-point shooter. That was a little bit of a flaw on him right when he came out. They thought, you know, he's an athletic player who might never develop a three-point shot, but his three-point shot been pretty solid. And I do feel like Cade likes playing with him. So if I'm running a Dinwiddie, Cunningham, I'm going to save some salary running Kevin Knox at the power forward position. Um, Because, again, I, I do feel like Cade likes running with Kevin Knox – um, but again, men is not the most consistent, so this is strictly just a GPP play. But that's how my forward position looking going to the big man. I'm gonna go with another cheap spend up. Um, I know a lot of people will be going the Wimby route, Sabonis route. Even even Singoon, probably gonna have a lot of ownership, but I'm going straight to um I mean, can I say in the month of December, the best player on Minnesota? Rudy Gobert. Um I I know it's kind of hard to think, you know, a year back in December, we'd be talking about Rudy Gobert as a great pickup in dfs but for seven nine and a player who has a potential of getting you a 20 and 15 night eh, maybe a more of a 15 and 15 night i i really will take my chance on them especially if cat is out again um even if cats playing i I will still take a chance i will still take a chance on them as my spend up definitely run them in my gpps could run them in cash should have less than the five percent ownership due to the matchup that they're playing against, but I, I really do feel like he will have a nice double-double in this matchup. The real question is, how much stocks is he going to get? I, I really don't know. I don't see him getting a crazy amount of stocks this game, so I am kind of limiting him to about a 35-40 fantasy point night, but if he can generate a couple stocks... He can easily get up to um, a 50-point draft key night in this spot. Going a little bit cheaper. I'm going back to the San Antonio matchup, and I'm going to spend 6-2 on Walker Kessler. I am probably won't be combining him in lineups that I have marketing in. I mean, you could. Personally, I won't. Um, I want to save a little bit more money if I'm running marketing since I'm going to have a couple more spin ups in there. But at sits 2 this is your cash play. This is the GPP play. Walker Kessler at sits 2 should be able to generate you close to 30 fantasy points in this matchup. Um, Again, a lot of people won't be on here, so you should get them at less than 5% ownership on the nine-game slate but this is a potential double double spot against the San Antonio Spurs. So I will have a couple lines with him um both cash and GPP. Then going for my at center um I think this is a probably the third time I'm I'm attacking him. You never know what type of minutes he would get, but I'm going back to this um Memphis New Orleans game. But Jeremiah Robinson has been back in the rotation and actually been getting pretty good minutes. Um, twenty minutes against Cleveland, twenty-two minutes against Houston, and while he don't do much, he does just enough where it's like, hey, man, he might give me a couple stocks. I might be able to get myself a lock in a steal from him. I might be able to get a couple rebounds from him. Might be able to get an offensive rebound plus an assist from him. Might be able to get offensive rebound and put back. He does just a little bit, just so he could generate a good amount of fantasy points in his production. Like he might get you a fantasy point per minute or 0.75 fantasy points per minute. So if you're looking for a cheapy at 3-3, I really don't think you could go um too much. You can't go. That much better than uh, Jeremiah in this position. Again, his minutes only been consistent the last two games. Before that, he he wasn't even getting up off the bench. Um, but that's, that's really about it. That's all I have on this nine-game slate. Hopefully, this will help you win some money. Again, today was good for me. Hopefully, tomorrow is good for all of us, right? So... If you want to follow me, talk some hoops, NBA, EuroLeague, women college basketball. Um, follow me on Twitter or at whatever you like to call it, at Orange DFS. Outside of that, let's get some money. Let's take down this slate. Happy holidays and good night.